As Los Duranen created the turnover. Here's Kachuk to Lundell. Return to Kachuk looking across. Forsling scores! This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joining us now is Michael Leboff, NHL analyst, host of the Islanders Anxiety Podcast. And, of course, you can follow him <laughs> on Twitter at the Big Lebowski. So, Michael, let's uh, jump right on in here when it comes to uh, the Maple Leafs and the Panthers. Toronto had a 2-0 lead in the first five minutes of that contest. Then they gave up two quick goals after being up 2-1 in the first intermission, then give up two quick goals uh, in the second period, and now it's Florida with a 2-0 series lead. Is this series over? Is Toronto toast? Oh, no, definitely not. Um, The the Islanders and and Maple Leafs have a – have a pretty big rivalry, so it pains me to say it, but I still think that they're uh, <laughs> pretty dangerous here, and and the odds show it, right? That bookmakers are being really careful to let this number drift to a place where you'd see a lot of people buying in on the Maple Leafs. I think both them and the Oilers are two teams that profile pretty well in this spot, where like they they can easily rattle off four games in a row, uh, you know, in the blink of an eye. Uh, they've done it all season, and. I know Florida is really good and, and I, I thought that they were alive in the series and I like the price on Florida in both games in Toronto. Uh, but I wouldn't, I would not go ahead and, and, and count the Leafs out just yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a tough hole to be in after all the momentum they, they built with their, their win over Tampa Bay. Yeah. So you're not counting them out, but are you betting on the Leafs moving forward in some way? You mentioned that, uh, they're not floating the number out there where you're getting a great price, but uh, are you willing to bet on it at, at this point? No, I think that, like you said, like they're, they're just not going to let it get out of hand. So there's, there's no value on it. And, and there's generally, you know, it's, it's a lot of times pretty tough to find value on Toronto because uh, especially when they're good because of how, you know, they're, they're like the Yankees and, and um, Dallas Cowboys, it's like those kind of teams where there's always going to be a little bit of a tax on them. Um, and I, I do think that they should be maybe a slight road favorite, and that's what we're looking at. But with the way the goaltending matchup is, is shaping out and stuff, but I don't think that they're worth it. The, the one bet that you know, if you if you want to get involved in is maybe William Nylander. Um, he, he's been really good in this series, just hasn't found the back of the net. So you can find some anytime goal score props on, on Nylander or, you know, to score two goals uh, or even beyond that, if, if you get out of the series, it'll probably correlate to Nylander starting to finish his chances. And, and that should put him up the Smythe power rankings. And he, uh, he's pretty long odds still uh, compared to most of the other Leafs. So that would be an interesting punt if you're, if you're looking for some way in on, on Toronto. Michael, what do you like for tonight? We've got the Devils and Hurricanes. Anything interest you in this matchup? Yeah, I, um, I had a feeling uh, with game one that people were kind of too hard on the Devils' bandwagon just because of how impressive they were in game seven against the Rangers. And uh, in NHL playoffs, 
that's the seven series where you're playing the same team over and over again. You kind of have to, you know, put the numbers aside a little bit. You can still look at them all you want, but um, and and handicap like a boxing match almost. And I thought that going from New York to Carolina was such a different stylistic matchup for New Jersey that they would have some trouble with it, and they did. Uh, but now, game under their belt, I think the Devils are a little more dangerous here. But I also, I actually like a, a really big long shot in this game, which is uh, 75 to one on the game to be scoreless going into overtime because Carolina <laughs> is a smothering defense. The Devils are going to, they, like they did in, against the Rangers, like I think they'll be much more probing and pragmatic in game two as they try to figure out their way into the series. And I think that's going to lead to a pretty low event game. And we could see this thing, you know, be a 2-1 you know, 3-2 type game, but uh, to me that screams, all right, just go for it. We usually see one every playoffs where it's 0-0 going into overtime, and I'll take a shot that it's this one. You bring up an interesting point as far as that's concerned because I've been kind of waiting in the second round to see fewer penalties called, fewer power plays, and, you know, without having the numbers in front of me, it certainly seems like that officials have been pretty consistent as far as calling what they see and being consistent from the regular season to here. So for that to work out, it would seem like you'd have to play a pretty clean game by both sides. Are you expecting that to happen uh, in this matchup and perhaps in other uh, round two contests coming up? Are you expecting, say, cleaner hockey to, to perhaps where we need to look more seriously at some unders? Yeah, and, and as you get deeper into series, the, the numbers kind of show that, uh, you know, with each passing game and a best of seven, the, the whistles go away a little bit more. So, um, and, I, and I think that, you know, Carolina did a really good job against my Islanders of, of being disciplined. And so I don't expect them to abandon that. And, and they're, they're generally a, a very disciplined team in, in terms of both, you know, just being in the right spot on the ice to, to be in good position to, to be defensively sound. And that stuff correlates to, not being out of position where you got to take a penalty. New Jersey, on the other hand, uh, they, they did take a, a bunch of minor penalties against the Rangers in that series and luckily were able to get out of it unscathed. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if I trust them as much, but I do think that you're on the right track where just generally as the playoffs wear on, whether it be in the series or series to series, the officiating starts to um, become less um, intrusive, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> Uh, how about this weekend, Michael? Let's go to Saturday. You've got Edmonton and Vegas. Oilers down 0-1, but they are the slight road favorite in this spot. Minus 125 at BetMGM. Uh, one of the higher total series. This one, 6.5, juice to the over. Uh, any side total or maybe Oilers props that you're taking a look at? Yeah, I like the Oilers still. Uh, I was impressed with Vegas uh, uh, in game one, and Maybe I've been a little too harsh on, on them, but you know, I just think with the, the goaltending that Vegas has with Laurent Boussois, who's who's been great in the playoffs and credit to him for that, but going up against this this offense, like if you're not a, a great goalie, you're gonna have a couple duds and uh you know, that's that's no shame in that against McDavid and Dry uh, so I do think the Oilers still have a smidge of value and I I would like kind of like the Leafs, I think Edmonton is a team that that profiles well to come back in series. I bet them to come, to win from behind against Los Angeles, uh, and I'll, I'll do so again. So I think if you want to bet, whether it's game two money line, the series money line, or or even if they go down 0-2 and then start 
buying up Oilers futures, you can you can definitely do that. What about props wise in this matchup? Obviously, it seems like McDavid and Drysaddle should have good games. Anything interest you there? Yeah, I keep doing this, and I should stop. But I I, I keep betting Connor McDavid goals because it's just coming. <laughs> like he, he he's yeah. been held off the score sheet again, and he's been playing so well that the Oilers are definitely asking him to do too much uh, against this this Knights team in Game One. His, his he couldn't beat four four guys to get the zone, which is you know basically an impossible task, and no other player in the league would be asked to do that. But I think as the as the Oilers kind of adjust their approach and and get the puck off his stick a little bit more, uh, he should have you know just more time to to find spots in the ice or or generate rush chances. So I'll go to to McDavid. He's usually hanging around like plus five eighty or six to one to score two and. Uh, I'll do it again, uh, and then drive titles for two or three, and, and, and I'll lose that bet. <laughs> I love it. It's, yeah, I mean, with, with how many shots Connor McDavid has been getting off uh, this regular season in the playoffs, I mean, you figure at some point uh, it's going to start to work out for him. Then again, Leon Dreisaitl, if he keeps scoring, there won't be any opportunities for Connor McDavid uh, to get his tallies. I got a, a Con Smythe bet that I want to run by you. Let me know what you think. So, Stars beat the Kraken uh, 4-2 to last night. Tyler Sagan uh, scored a couple of points. He is now either fourth or sixth in expected goals, depending upon where you look. He's 250 to one for Con Smythe. If the stars make a massive run, and it's in part because Tyler Sagan turns back the clock, you think there's some value there? Yeah, I, I actually like that one. Um, I, you know, we were talking about this on our, our NHL podcast uh, a couple of days ago line change that the stars are the team that scare me the most in the con Smythe market. Cause it could really be anybody right now. It looks like Pavelski, but he was pretty quiet in the first round because of an injury. So he's already playing from behind. Then Jason Robertson's going through a slump, but he can get fired anytime. So right now it's, you know, it's Rupe Hintz has just been outrageously good for him, for them, but uh, you know, perhaps he settles down and then it could be Jake Ottinger, the goalie, one of the best in the league. Uh, and all of a sudden, you're looking at like a, a, a five or six horse race. Why, if Sagan continues to produce, he probably has the best story of them all. And as we always like to say with these awards, like it's human beings voting on them at the end of the day. And uh, the the hockey media, I think, would would have a tough time if, if Sagan just continues to to play this well and and it's able to kind of put some pressure on hints in terms of like the the lead in points. Um, Two fifty to one. I mean, I'll, I won't ever. Thumb my nose at a price like that, Michael. What about these uh, current series prices? Is is there anything that you would jump on right now, or whether it's total games played, uh, a series spread, or is there one that you're keeping an eye on? Say, if we get a specific result tonight or tomorrow, you would jump on uh, jump on one side when you get more value. Yes, if the Oilers lose tomorrow, I think whether it's a series price or just to back them to, to win the Stanley Cup um, or at the Western Conference, however you want to play it, I think that that's something I'll be looking at um, for sure. I think New Jersey as well. Like I, I'm going back and forth on, on this series. I think it's just it's going to drag on. Um, but Carolina, for, for as hard as they work, like they just don't have – the scoring talent and the goaltending to just really blow a team out and put them away. So I think the devils are always going to be live. Um, and if, if they go down too well, I mean, we just saw them do it. I still think that they, they're an interesting price, but 
those would be the two, like I said about Toronto, the price just is never going to get there. So I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough to do it, but uh, those, those are the two that I, that I'd have circled. Um, I think you kind of missed the boat on Dallas. It looked, they looked really good last night. And uh, I, I don't know if the, the Kraken will be able to, to stay with them as, as this thing goes into the deep end of the pool. Dang it. I was hoping the Kraken were live. Who do you have in the <laughs> Stanley Cup final from what you've seen so far? Yeah, originally I, I thought it was going to be the Oilers um, would come out of the, the West and the Bruins out of the East, but that, that changed pretty quickly. But I still think that Edmonton will find a way in. Um, mm. just, you know, they, they've just been so good for, for so long since, since they made that trade for Matias at home. They were 18-2-1 down the stretch and uh, just completely took over that series against Los Angeles after falling behind. So they've, they've shown that they can kind of battle through that stuff. So I like Edmonton still. And, I mean, it's hard to, to pick a East, which is it looks like you know it's pretty obvious with Boston coming in. But I think you can still make an argument for anyone because if if you think Toronto has a chance to come back, like they'll be the best team remaining uh, uh, if if they get through this series for sure. Um, but it's anyone's guess out there. But if I had to pick one, I guess since they're up two nothing, I would just go with the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers uh, won the President's Trophy last year, and certainly they made some significant changes, but still that, that matters a great deal here. Uh, NHL Draft Lottery is Monday, and of course it's the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. Uh, as far as betting on anything, uh, if, say, a particular team gets a number one pick, is that uh, something that you want to look at going forward, or is there a, something in the number two pick market? Anything there that interests you as far as information that's actionable? Yeah, so this is actually something that went really well for me last year because the way the, the lottery shook out and that the Canadians, when it became clear that they were going to pass on Shane Wright, who's a center, um, and go with Yuri Sulkowski, a winger, uh, the, the Devils were in the two slot, and Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer down the middle for them, they're, they're both really young still, so they, they had no reason to pick Shane Wright, and uh, they were going to looked like they were going to bolster, bolster their defense. So you found, I found Simone Nemich up there at like 18 to one as the number two overall pick. So I do think that hockey is a, is a best player available sport for the most part, but when you're in like the top two or three, um, and especially in this draft where it's deep, where, you know, if you, you take the best player who's, who you can take the best player who also fits your, your biggest need. So if, if Anaheim falls to number two there, they have a couple young centers. So I would look at, you know, uh, around the edges to see if, if maybe they, they pass on someone like Adam Fantilli uh, and go with someone else. So that's how I'm approaching it. Um, but we'll see how it shakes out. We'll, we'll, we'll know uh, on the eighth and, and I can start to kind of work a strategy uh, once we see who, who wins Bedard, but that'll be uh, wild. And I will say that a lot of people are going to say, don't bet on, on the lottery, but if you're a fan of a team that, that's in it like I would absolutely do it even if, even though it's a bad bet in terms of expected value if you're like a Canucks fan right. why not throw a couple bucks on on your team to win the lottery and, and add to the add to the fun if you do you, you could probably also wait and uh, see if you get some win totals and things like that but yeah I mean that that is going to be a lot of fun uh, to see this Connor Bedard sweepstakes finally play out and yeah I think I'm with you there as far as number two overall Adam Fantilli uh, you know certainly the massive favorite there but there are a lot of other great options depending upon uh, who will have that spot uh, Michael Leboff NHL analyst host of the Islanders anxiety podcast thank you so much for your time we greatly appreciate it this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM coming up next we break down tonight's MLB card right here on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.